0: yo what's up everybody welcome to another episode of on assignment by god the daily blog and daily podcast this is your host fun strong new last name and this morning i just want to wait can you hear me wait did did the did did the recording stop can you hear me hello did did the podcast drop Did, did the call drop hello Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Hello? Are you still there? Hello? Hello? Oh, man, the car must have dropped. Must have been in a dead spot. Okay, we're back. We're back. (laughs) We are back. We are back connected together with one another. Has that ever happened to you though? Have you ever been talking to somebody on the phone while driving? I mean, I hope, you know, you were doing it safely with your headphones or using your car's Bluetooth feature. But while driving, you got disconnected from them. You know, you might've been on a familiar path. You know, like when I go to my mom's house, I know that there's a certain spot That if I'm on the phone, I'm going to get disconnected in that spot. And you know what happens. You simply call the person back after you pass through what many of us call a dead spot or a dead zone. We say stuff like, oh, you must have gone through a dead spot or something. And then the other person said, yeah, my phone always disconnect when I go through that part of the road. Or... If it's a new road that you've never traveled before, you both learn about the dead zone. So why am I bringing this up? And what does this have to do with my conversation with Holy Spirit this morning? Here's what it is. We can be fully connected to God on this journey called life and then find ourselves in some dead spots along the way. Those dead spots are sin. You can be doing so good. And then that old familiar spirit comes back and you find yourself caught up in the dead spot for far too long. Then when you leave, you never reconnect back to God. You never reconnect back to God. You you in the dead zone and you never reconnect back to him. You ever been talking to somebody and their phone drops and they never call you back? <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. You sit there wondering what happened. Why didn't they just dial you back? Sometimes it could be that they reached their destination and just moved on it could be that they were done talking to you, even though the call abruptly ended. It could be that they got so caught up in the next thing that they forgot. All of these are excuses, I might add, because you know, a person can definitely call you back no matter what is going on. The same way you can always go back to God no matter what it's going on, but we make excuses, right? We make excuses for why we cannot reconnect back to God after we've hit a dead spot of sin in our life. As I was reading Hebrews chapter three this morning for the scriptural Bible study, several things stood out to me, but verses 12 through 14 really, really, really resonated with me. And I love the message translation. I mean, it's, it's actually not my favorite anymore. Just FYI, y'all It's I like it, but it's not my favorite. All the time anymore. It used to be my favorite, but I guess I've grown past being a gangster. (laughs) I've grown past being a gangster because y'all know the message translation. I always used to refer to it as the gangster translation. But this is what the message translation uh, said for Hebrews 3, 12 through 14. So watch your step, friends. Make sure there's no evil unbelief lying around that will trip you up and throw you off course diverting you from the living God. For as long as it's still God's today, keep each other on your toes so sin doesn't slow down your reflexes. If we can only keep our grip on the sure thing we started out with, we're in this with Christ for the long haul. I love that translation. Y'all, so watch your step, friends. Listen, on Assignment by God podcast listeners, I'm telling you, watch your step, friends. Make sure there's no evil unbelief lying around that will trip you up and throw you off course, diverting you, disconnecting you from the living God. For as long as it's still God's today, because it is, we are to keep each other on our toes, so sin doesn't slow down our reflexes. If we can only keep our grip, grab something, grab something, grip it. If we can keep our grip on the sure thing that we started out with, we're in this with Christ for the long haul. Y'all, we are to encourage each other. We are not to be rebellious or stubborn. We are to obey God. We are not to let unbelief harden our hearts or take root in our hearts. So how do we keep our hearts from hardening? I'm about to give you the answer right now. Write this down. I've been listening to a lot of Dr. Miles Monroe lately. So that's in my head. Write this down. Okay. We need, this is how we keep our hearts from hardening. We need regular exposure to God's word and the spiritual encouragement of God's people. This is the only thing to keep our hearts soft. Like if you're not getting regular exposure to God's word, if you're not connected with people that can encourage you spiritually, <laughs> your heart might be getting a little hard. And we don't want that. We want to keep our hearts soft. So how do we do that? By regularly exposing ourselves to God's word. So what do I do? I I, I rarely watch TV. I, I mean, uh, last week I kind of got into a few shows you know, nothing crazy, but, um, I actually watched the Messiah on Netflix. It was okay. Um, I'm not going to give a review of it right now, but it was just okay. But anyway, um, what are you exposing yourself to? Like I watch a lot of scriptures. I have like, you know, some of my favorite orators, pastors, one of them being Dr. Miles Monroe, you know, he's gone on to be with the Lord, but man, he put out so much content he put out so much content, and a friend of mine was like, "Thank you for exposing me to him because he is genius." And I'm like, "Yes, he is, right?" He put out so much content. I just truly believe Dr. Miles Monroe departed this earth empty, and that's how we all should depart it empty. Like we should release everything that God put on put on the inside of us to release. Right? We that's what we gotta do but we got to regularly expose ourselves to God's word so that's that's like binge watching sermons binge watching things that that expose you to God's word and then also spiritual encouragement from God's people like who your people who are your people and I'm not talking about your family because sometimes your family is not the spiritual encouragement that you need right sometimes the, the family hadn't gotten there yet so you can't rely on Your mama, your daddy, your sister, your brother, your cousins, your auntie and uncle and them. If they haven't reached a level where they can, you know, spiritually encourage you. And it's not a level that's just so high. You know what I'm saying? It's literally just them exposing themselves to God's words and and allowing their faith to grow. And then they're able to come back and encourage others. Like we're all on this journey together. Right. But then you want to make sure that you are around people who will encourage your spirit. That's what's going to keep your heart soft. The Holy Spirit said to me this morning, don't miss out on all I have for you because of rebellion. And we can define rebellion as disobedience. You know, like I I would look at myself in the mirror and be like, I am not rebellious. Well, you are. I am if I'm disobedient to God. Yeah, I'm just if I'm disobedient to God, that's rebellion. So we got to, we got to, we got to not be acting like we don't hear his voice. You know what I'm saying? When you take taking part in things that you know are not of him, don't act like you don't hear his voice saying, I don't want you to do that. That's over with. That's done. You, you, you through with that. You through with that. You've given that you've surrendered your life to me. So you, you're done with that. When you get tempted to do something, that's when you call on that, friend that's the spiritual encouragement right that's when you expose yourself to the word of God did you know though this is something I learned today did you know that God didn't just save us so that we could go to heaven did you know that I was like I think I knew that but just you know reading that in the Dr. Tony Evans study notes because he listen the study notes today really really (laughs) We're really, really good. I know I say that every day. They're good, but it it really is. It really is. I'm not over-exaggerating, but we weren't just saved so that we could go to heaven. He saved us to partner with him in his kingdom on earth to share in a heavenly calling. We are to share in the heavenly calling to be his companion in the messianic kingdom that is to come. Yes, you are saved. And if you're not, Read Romans ten nine and confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and then you are saved. Believe that, that God uh, raised him from the dead and then you are saved. Go to onassignmentbygod.com and, and it's a salvation prayer right there. And all you got to do is pray that prayer and you are saved. So then you become saved, but you're not just saved for heaven. There is kingdom work here on earth that we are called to do. And y'all know something. We oftentimes say we want to do life God's way. I know I say that pretty much every day. I'm like, Lord, I just want to do it your way. Not my way, but your will. Not my will, but your will be done. Not my way, but your way. Like I have to say that every single day. Well, the Israelites, if you open your Bible and read about the Israelites, they were God's chosen people. They made God angry because they were rebellious. They refused to listen to God and enter the promised land of Canaan because they feared the inhabitants. They were like, we can't go The people too big. It's oh, we can't go. And God was angry because they didn't obey or know his ways. Mm. Now you might be like, well, what are his ways? You might be like, well, I hadn't read that part fun. Can you tell me what are God's ways? Well, I will be happy I, it will bring me joy to tell you what God's ways are because I just learned it myself this morning. Not saying I didn't know some of his ways, but this breakdown really, you know, honed it in for me. So while I was reading Hebrews this morning, the Bible teaches us that God's ways with his people include three stages. Uno, dos, tres. Three stages, right? These Three stages are deliverance. That's the first stage. That's God setting you free from bondage of sin. Number two, development. That's when God brings you into a deeper relationship with him. This is the stage where the Israelites failed because they wouldn't trust God to provide for them. Because see, when you get into a deeper relationship with God, you trust him even more. You know what I'm saying? And then number three, destiny. This is where God wants you to wind up your destiny. So we can't go from being straight delivered and then to destiny. You know what I'm saying? Like many times that's what we want. We be like, I'm delivered. I've been delivered. Y'all remember that guy? Okay. Anyway, I've been delivered. And now you want to go straight to destiny. No, you can't do it. You, You just can't. You can't go from being delivered straight to the destiny because then you miss what? The development stage. You can't skip the development stage because that's where you get fortified in your faith, right? We want to skip the development stage because that's where the trials and the tests of life come. We like, I will skip all that. Okay. Miss me with that, but we can't, right? We we miss out on the destiny when we don't go through the development. So we can be saved, but we miss out on the destiny because we don't want to go through the development. With no development, we miss out on our inheritance too. And our inheritance is the spiritual blessings that God has for us here on earth and in eternity. Y'all, we must, we must listen. We must help each other. We must encourage each other so that we can avoid the deception of sin, right? Don't you don't you wish you had that friend that was like, hey, hey, don't do that. You know what I'm saying? But a lot of times we hang around people that gas us up, right? We don't have that friend that tells us, hey, don't do that. We don't want those friends. We think they're too holy. We think they only talk about Jesus all the time. We think that all they do is read the word. You know what I'm saying? We don't want those type of people around us. But those are the very people that we need around us. And it's the devil that's in your ears so freaking loud making you think that, oh, so and so too holy. Oh, she in the beauty shop reading her Bible. Oh, she, you know, that's what, that's what we be looking at people like, like, like reading the word is like something wrong with it. No, we have to help each other and encourage each other so that we can avoid the deception of sin. We must call each other back. We must call each other back until we reconnect on the phone line of life. We must not let a dead spot of sin disconnect us from the fellowship of God. We must hold tight to our faith and never let go. Hello? Hello? You still there? Hello? Can you hear me? Are you still there? Oh, you're still there. Good. We must must be the kind of friends and loved ones who will keep calling until we get them to pick up. Let us be the kind of Christians, the kind of believers in Christ, who will help each other persevere until the end of the call. (laughs) No matter how many times we get disconnected. Call them back call them back don't stop calling them because the lord will never stop calling for you he'll never stop chasing for you as the old folks used to sing jesus is on the main line tell him what you want jesus is on the main line tell him what you want oh Jesus is on the main line, tell him what you want. You just call him up and tell him what you want. Y'all know the part that say, his line is never busy. Tell him what you want. Oh, his line is... Y'all know that song. If y'all don't, I I just introduced it to you, okay, in the key of... A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, Elemental P. (laughs) But look, if I had to update the song, y'all, I'd say, His line never drops a call, tell him what you want. Oh, his line never drops a call, tell him what you want. And then I'd change it to, his line never has a dead spot. Tell him what you want. Oh, his line never has a dead spot. Tell him what you want. Y'all, don't let sin disconnect you from God. And that's how you do the second day of December. You know what I'm saying? We coming out hard. Don't let sin disconnect you from God. Okay, let me calm down. But for real though, <laughs> if you find yourself in a dead spot, if you find yourself in a dead spot, don't let it disconnect you from God. We all we were born into a sin sick world and we've all been in dead spots in our life. You might You might be in a dead spot right now. And I just want to extend to you right now through this podcast a reconnect to God just open your mouth and say Lord I repent for the thing that I did I repent for that father and with true repentance is actually making a decision to turn away from that and not go back you know what I'm saying find a new route that doesn't have any dead spots hallelujah But even if you find, even if you find yourself on a road, a familiar road, and you know that it has dead spots, reconnect with God. You on the phone with somebody and the car dropped, call them back. (laughs) Have a conversation with God. Call God back. Okay. Okay. You hear me? If you got disconnected from God or you know someone who did, Jesus is on the main line. And he ready to do a three-way call. Okay? So let's encourage each other to persevere and hold tight to our faith. Right? We do a three-way call. Like, matter of fact, you can call me. You can text me. Text me at 601-299-4398. And I will intercede. I will three-way call the Holy Spirit with you. Okay? All right? I'm serious, y'all. Don't be out here being disconnected. From God, cause you done sinned, and you think, "Well, God don't love me, and I messed up, and I've never messed up this bad, and there's no way He can forgive me for this." Yes, He can. Yes, He can. I'm a living witness that He can forgive you for every single thing. There is nothing. There ain't nothing too hard for my God. Matter of fact, matter of fact, God is waiting on us. He He gives us that time. He's waiting on us to, you know what I'm saying? It, I was reading that this morning too. Let me see if I can find that real quick. Cause I want to share that with y'all. What does it say? Oh, where is it? Uh, oh, where is it? Oh, see, see, I know. I read it this morning, but it was like about, um, your, where is it? Oh, see how that works? You be trying to find something can't find it. But anyway, it's basically like the, the wrath of God. You thinking God won't judge you, but he still will judge you. But the reason he hasn't judged you yet is because he's waiting on you to repent. So don't think because he hadn't judged you yet that you got away with it. That's what it was. He's waiting on you to, you know, come to your senses and come to yourself and realize, I need to repent for this. Right. Don't don't think you got away with the thing. Right. Just repent. You can repent for everything all the way back for what you can remember from what you just did two minutes ago, all the way back to what you did as a kid, you know, growing up, whatever you can repent. You can still repent. There's still an opportunity. If there's breath in your body, there's still an opportunity for you to repent. All right, y'all. So what are your assignment questions for today? Number one, what the Holy Spirit say to you? in your conversation with him this morning. And number two, who in your sphere of influence do you need to call back and give some spiritual encouragement to today? Your assignment is to call them, okay? And if you yourself need some spiritual encouragement and you don't have anybody to call, text me, 601-299-4398. I'll talk to you tomorrow.